everyone, and welcome to Let's Be Smart About This, the podcast devoted to helping you make winning decisions in your family law matters. I'm your host, Brian Reed of Reed Centracchio and Associates. We are a family law firm with offices in Chicago, Hinsdale, and affiliate offices overseas. So today, we're going to tackle an interesting topic that it was quite challenging for me. I'll be honest about this, just to synthesize my thoughts, kind of get them together in an outline and make it relevant for everybody. And we're going to talk about the two most commonly asked questions at the beginning of a divorce case. How long does it take and what does it cost? If you are asking these questions now, just know that you're doing what you should be doing. You're trying to make a plan. You want to plan your budget and plan the schedule of your life, right? In today's episode, I'm going to do my best to answer these questions as directly as I possibly can. So hold on. Here we go. Now, the first thing that we need to hit as we start unpacking these issues is that you need to understand that every case is either a contested case or an uncontested case. It's important to know the difference. And what exactly is a difference? Well, let's talk for a moment about an uncontested case. A good example of an uncontested case is one where the parties, they've convened around a table. Just kind of picture this in the kitchen. Both parties, they sat down and they've worked out nearly all the terms of their divorce case, at least all the major issues. If they have children, they've agreed on who will decide the important issues for the kids. Maybe they'll do it jointly. And they've also decided the parenting time, the schedule for parenting time. They each will have time with the children, and they know what that schedule is now. Essentially, they just need lawyers to write up the deal and put some finishing touches on it. There is no material dispute between the parties. There is no contest. It is therefore uncontested. Hopefully that makes sense. So now that you understand what an uncontested case is, I'm going to guess that you've probably figured out what a contested case is. Yes, it's one where the parties are at odds over one or more issues in their case. So now going back to the uncontested case, if your case is truly uncontested, how long should it take? The answer is, it depends on your state and your country. Some locations have a uh, rather a cooling off period to keep people from divorcing hastily, but where I practice in the state of Illinois, there is no waiting period. So you can literally be divorced in a matter of weeks, even in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic. So how much does an uncontested case cost? Well, every case has court costs associated with it. These are costs that the courthouse charges to file your case. Costs are not to be confused with fees. That is attorney fees, right? In fact, costs that you have to pay to the courthouse vary according to where you file. In my state, in Illinois, here in the U.S., they actually vary from county to county within the state. If you want to know the exact cost, you can look it up online or just ask your attorney and he or she can break those costs down for you. 
But now what about the fees, the attorney fees? Is it possible to know exactly how much you will be paying? And the answer is absolutely. If you call an attorney and you tell him or her that you have an uncontested case and you want a flat fee, that attorney should be able to give you a firm and definite quote after just a very short conversation. The attorney is going to want to know whether you have assets, if so, what kind of assets. Do you have children? Are there retirement accounts that need to be divided? What kind of accounts are they? This information tells the attorney how much work he or she will need to do. And once they know the work involved, they can give you a quote that you can rely on in planning your budget. Now just keep in mind that when you do call an attorney, you have to make sure that you don't make a big mistake by just going with the cheapest quote. That's not what you're looking for. There are a lot of other factors that go into choosing an attorney. And if you're just price shopping, I would urge you to reconsider that approach. This is an important moment in your life, and you're going to want it done right. And you don't want an attorney who doesn't want to talk to you because they quoted such a low flat fee that they lose money if they engage in conversation with you beyond the mere basics. Now let's look at a contested case. Remember, this is one where you and your spouse are at odds over one or more major issues in your divorce case. How long does that take? Well, your case will usually end whenever you and your spouse reach an agreement or the judge holds a trial, right? In other words, though, the faster you and your spouse get on the same page, the faster your case wraps up. So what keeps parties from agreeing on terms? Well, for the most part, it's where one party is not disclosing all the finances or that party is just being unreasonable about what's fair. At the end of the day, the parties determine the settlement terms. Please remember that. It's not the attorneys. The parties are the clients. They control the settlement terms. When you formulate your terms, you want that decision to be an informed decision, which means that you ideally need a recommendation from your attorney. You're paying for that, right? Your attorney can make a recommendation to you when he or she knows the entire financial picture and not before that time. And that picture is really known and comes into being when both sides turn their cards face up and practice transparency or when enough digging is done to understand everything. To state it simply, a lawyer has to know what's there to know what's fair. So transparency of assets and debts provides a full picture for a lawyer to make a recommendation to a client who can thereafter make an informed decision to determine settlement terms. By now, you understand that you can settle quickly or slowly. If you cannot reach a settlement, you go to trial. And the Supreme Court for the state of Illinois has made it very clear that it wants all child-related issues to be decided and resolved within 18 months. Now, that's, that's not to say that you can't go to trial sooner. If you're ready, you can. But at the very outset, it needs to be resolved within 18 months, or the court's going to start pressuring you big time to make sure that it happens. Relative to the financial issues, well, that can be done 
early, or it could take significantly longer than 18 months if there's a lot to fight over or lots to be searching for and digging for. But if there's really not much to fight over, you can get to trial in a very reasonable period of time. As you might imagine, the attorney fees for a contested case are a factor of the amount of time that the attorney spends multiplied by his or her hourly rate. It's just that simple. So many people ask me before they sign up to give them the average cost or the average length of time for a divorce. And I would love to be able to just give them a real quantifiable answer. But the question is just impossible to answer. There can be no average because all cases are different. For example, if your spouse learns in the midst of a divorce case that you are involved in another relationship, that alone might trigger a spirit of revenge, anger, or betrayal that causes your case to drag out. Maybe even because they are jealous that the children will be around that person. Maybe they they want to make you pay. You get the picture. There are other issues that could arise that significantly affect the time and cost. What if somebody loses their job in the midst of a divorce? Especially during times like this, we see it. What if a child or party gets really sick? What if one party gets physically violent and is afterwards put in jail? What if one party uncovers that another one has had a terrible addiction they've been spending all sorts of money on and they want to be reimbursed for that money? I could go on and on, as you might imagine, with loads of examples. And as remote as these questions might sound to you, we divorce attorneys see them every day. To state it all simply, the overall cost of your case is a direct function of the amount of time that an attorney has to deal with the issues of your world, plus any out-of-pocket expenses they incur along the way. For many parties, even wealthy ones, divorces don't cost that much. I'm not saying they're cheap, but considering this project has a forever impact on your finances and on your children and considering all that's on the line, it really is the best money ever spent. Other cases, however, involve lots of games and ugliness that unnecessarily drive up the fees to a frightening level. A good attorney will not want to see you in that bracket. A good attorney will want to get you across the finish line as fairly and expediently as possible so that you can tell your friends and your family great things about your attorney because that is the best marketing money can buy. So hopefully this summary has been helpful to you and answered your questions. And now you know as much as possible about how long a divorce takes and how much it costs. Knowing the answer to these two questions will help you make winning decisions in your case and will help you be smart about this. I'm Brian Reed. You can find me on the web at recent-law.com. Email me at info at recent-law.com. Send me your questions and comments. Subscribe on iTunes. And in the meantime, I wish you much health and a successful outcome in all of your family law matters. Thank you.